Your vote is a seed. And whatever seed you plant, it will come back to you and to yours in terms of harvest. This is Pastor George Pearsons, and welcome to this special edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast, Faith for Our Nation. And we are here this week talking with our co-host, Buddy Pilgrim, and our guest, Bishop Keith Butler. We are so glad that you're with us. We're talking about how important it is that we vote in these upcoming primaries, as well as the midterm elections. And that's the, that is the calling that we have this week on this broadcast, is to get the Christians moving in the direction to vote and vote righteously. Thank you for being on the broadcast with us. Well, it's an honor to be here. And uh, Buddy, thank you for working with me on this this week. We're thank so, you, George. Buddy is, is a tremendous board member of Kenneth Copeland Ministries as well as a, a consultant to businesses. And he's working with me right now as I help to, uh, in my responsibilities as CEO of Kenneth Copeland yes. Ministries. And the vast political background that you've had, as well as yourself, uh, you, are, you are more than qualified to sit at this table and educate us <laughs> on what we need to do. So, Bishop, why don't you pick up on what you were talking about yesterday, seed time and harvest. Talk to us about that. Well, of course, the Bible told us that, remember, day three, when God created the earth, Genesis chapter one. Yeah. Day three, he created the planet okay, and said, call it earth. And then he said, I give you every herb bearing seed. Okay. Then when he creates man in day six, okay, he tells him also, I've given you every herb bearing seed for you to be for food. Mm-hmm. Of course, man sins, they get wiped out. The flood comes. God starts over again with Noah. Yeah. What's the first thing he says to Noah? As long as the earth remains, Genesis 8, 22, seed, time, harvest shall not cease. So as long as the earth is here, mm-hmm. everything operates by seed time and harvest. You're a result of seed time and harvest. I'm a result of seed time and harvest. Yeah. Our fathers carried us as a seed, yeah. planted us into the fertile ground of our mother. Time came. Whoop, here we are. <laughs> That's true spiritually, and it's true naturally, and it's true socially. Good, good. Okay? So yeah. your vote is a seed. And whatever seed you plant, it will come back to you and to yours in terms of harvest. Yeah. See? Yeah. The same thing is true of a collective nation, that if you have the, the seed that people plant collectively brings about that. See, a lot of times people think God just kind of says, well, I'm just going to do such and such. And just, and just, and just, and just. No, no, no. Right. No, he set laws in motion. He will not violate his own laws. And so we've been getting the leadership we've been getting because of the seed we've mm-hmm. been planting, mm-hmm. okay? And that's why we wind up with what, what we do. So your vote is a seed, and we are responsible for that. Galatians 6, 7 tells us, As a man sows, shall he also reap? God is not mocked. If you sow to the flesh, you'll the flesh reap corruption. That Greek word corruption is ruin. Mm. If you sow to the spirit, you reap life everlasting. Yes, so that's yes. principle number one. So your seed is going to impact you. Number two. Colossians 3, 2 told us, amen. 
over there that we're to put spiritual things first. Your first commitment should be to the kingdom of God yes. and not to yourself first. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. so that means that your, your vote in terms of your priority of voting must not be, well, how does this lie in my pocketbook? How does this whatever it is that uh, you think is important? The first thing we have to go to the Word and find out what God's priorities are. What does the Word say how, how things ought to operate? And you vote that first. You compare candidates yeah. on, based on those two things, and then you determine that. Again, once again, seek those things which are above, the Scripture said, Colossians 3, 2, mm-hmm. and not on things of the earth. And then the third thing on yesterday, we were just starting. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I don't believe in election year conversions. Uh, Matthew six thirty three told us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's the seed time and harvest. Mm-hmm. Election time conversions, you know, every political cycle, uh, candidates profess to get born again. Mm-hmm. And you get some Christians that say, well, I prayed the prayers. Yeah. It was, it was also an election year. Well, that's good. I'm not disputing that. I don't know between them and God. But I can't, can't tell you this. The Bible told me that uh, uh, you'll know a tree by fruit it bears. Okay. Uh, and you want to look at really the history of an individual. Yeah. Because yeah. politicians will flip their issues to match where they run so that they can get elected. But when crunch time comes and uh, where you really believe something and and which means it's something you might have to pay a cost for then what they really believe that's what they're going to do. Yes. And so politicians are famous for saying one thing in the campaign doing another thing when they govern. So that's why you really want to look at I want to see what you were doing when you were dog catcher. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you, know, right. you know, I want to see where you still on the issues. We're going to talk about issues, I think, some today. Right, right. Uh, where were you on these issues? Uh, what is, what's really your past as opposed to, thank God if you did get born again this year, right, but I'm not right. going on that. Mm-hmm. You're just a baby Christian anyway. You don't have no strength yet. You don't have any real teaching yet. So you're still going to revert probably back to at least until your mind gets renewed, which requires time sure. and teaching and doing a campaign. You don't have time. Take it from somebody's run some campaigns. You don't have time in order to get that renewal in the mind yet. Okay? So uh, I, I think Christians should be leery of election yeah. year con- conversions. Yeah. yeah. Look at the past. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you said something, yeah. You said a lot of things yesterday that impacted me, but one of them was you gave an example of when God told you specifically a person to vote for, which. He will reveal to us how we should vote, who we should vote for. He cares about every decision we make in our life. I responded to that by talking about a guy who told me, basically, buddy, God don't care about the business side of your life. He cares about the spiritual side of your life, which is a false concept because if if that were true, then we could have a spiritual side and a family side, sure, a spiritual sure. side and a political side, a spiritual side <clears throat> right. and a business side. And the truth is God cares about every side of our life and he wants to be involved in every bit of it. And he'll tell us who to vote for and he'll give us principles that guide our vote in every single election. And you said something yesterday. You said vote on kingdom issues first. Yeah. And right before you said that, you said that most people, unfortunately, even most Christians, vote on pocketbook issues first. You know, James Carville famously said, it's the economy, stupid. 
back when he was <laughs> yeah. running Bill, Kenton, Bill Clinton's campaign. Mm -hmm. And he was right in the sense of most people vote based on the economy. They, based on, they vote based on pocketbook issues. And as Christians, we shouldn't vote based on pocketbook issues first. We should vote on kingdom issues first. And George, that's one of the things I so appreciate about Kenneth Copeland Ministries and Brother Copeland's teaching for so many years about prosperity. Because when you understand the principles of prosperity right. that this right. ministry has taught since its inception, you understand that God is your source, not the government. And yeah. once you understand God yeah. is your source and not the government, and that He will bless the work of your hands, and, and that your vote is seed, going back to what you say, that if you vote the right way and you put your trust in God for your economic issues, you won't have to let economic issues drive your vote. You let those other issues that you were talking about drive your vote, mm -hmm. and they'll lead you to the right decision. Right. Well, see, right. the Bible is God speaking to you. Now, it's either supernatural or it's not. It's either anointed or it's not. And if it's not, what are we doing? Okay? Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's profitable for reproof, for correction, yeah. for instruction, okay, in righteousness. So, obviously, God cares about everything in your life, or He wouldn't have said seed time and harvest, and He wouldn't have said it's a plethora of verses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all kinds of verses to, to uh, talk about that. But, uh, unfortunately, people have think that's their pet peeve. Now, it may not be economic issues. There are other things that people, that, that's their most single issue about, okay, or this is the thing. But the question is, does it line up with the Word of God? What does God say about it? Yeah. Okay, and uh, what the Lord told me, I would have never thought this individual would, would have uh, been someone that would, on issues that were important to me at the very top, not Christian issues, but other issues. Mm -hmm. I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that at all. But God's view of things is different than ours. God yeah. sees things on a, on a much wider scope than we do. We just see this little narrow thing, you know. And not only that, God has a plan and a purpose. So it comes back to trust, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all mm -hmm. your heart. Mm -hmm. Lean not to your own brain power. Okay? And <laughs> yeah, all yeah, your that's ways, that's <laughs> all your ways would include your yeah. business life, your political life, and anything else. Yeah. Acknowledge Him. He does the directing. That's what Lordship is about. The word Lord, kurios, means controller. Because that means God controls wherever you go. Now, let's talk a little bit, I think, about issues. Okay, since we talked yeah. about okay. that, yeah. let's talk about kingdom perspective issues. I think the biggest one of all is Isaiah 44, uh, and, and I'm going to read that. And it's, it's been war in this nation <laughs> ever since this deal came down this way. But Isaiah 44, and, and let's read here. Oh, I'll start with verse 2. Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee oh, from the womb. Yeah. Yes. God's the one who creates life. Amen. God's the one who puts life in the body. Let me read a couple more verses yeah. here yeah. also. You can take a look at verse 24, same chapter. Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, he that formed thee from the womb. Isaiah 49 and 5. And now saith the Lord that formed thee from the womb. Yeah. To be his servant. Jeremiah 1 5, we all know that one. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, I called you as a prophet from, from your birth. In other words, abortion is a big one. Okay, because what is more important than whether or not a person gets to live or not? Live or die? Life, liberty, 
and yeah. pursuit of happiness mm-hmm. right. begins with life. Constitution of the United States. It, life is the biggest one of all yeah. Yeah. because God has a plan for everyone. And God's the one. See, we create bodies. Man and the female come together and we create bodies and, and, and things that come along with that. But God's the one put the life Okay, in there. Yeah. Amen. And then God has for every single individual. And people have all kinds of excuses, you know. What about rape incidents and all that? My one of my very best friends is a pastor in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. He was a result of uh his mother being dragged in the alley somewhere, raped by somebody. But rather than abort him, yeah. she she had him and gave him up for adoption. He turned out to be a pastor of a great church, thousands of people, <laughs> programs for the poor and yep. drug, yep. drug yep. addicted yep. and some of everything else. Mm-hmm. And then he found his mother, found his birth mother, and guess who is blessing his birth mother? The woman who kept him alive. Amen. You see? So you cannot play God and decide what you're going to do, and God will not. Yeah. He will yeah. not. Okay, countenance you uh, with your seed supporting that kind of thing. The words totally complete that. Here's another one. Uh, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. We want to get in and talk a little bit about issues. Uh, next couple of days, we'll get them more in detail, but I just want to run yep. through yep. some of them. Good. Proverbs chapter 14, uh, I put here verse 12. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man. <clears throat> But the end thereof are the ways of death. Well, uh, for me, the second one uh, would be free speech and religious liberty. Yes. Connected to curriculum issues at all levels of education. See, education is the big dog of influence in the nation. I believe it was Hitler that said, give me all the five-year-olds, I win the world. He's correct. Wow. Okay. So the, those who are anti-God, have taken a position that they want control of that which influences people the most. The thing that influences them the most is that you get a five-year-old kid and you start teaching that kid, indoctrinating that kid, indoctrinating yeah. and continue yeah. to the 18. And, you know, Bishop, that leads to the importance of us getting involved not only in the national elections for school president board. and for Senate mm-hmm. and yep. for congressmen, mm-hmm. yep. but school board, yep. local school boards, state yes. elections the, for the people who run your state board of education. Yep. Those are so vitally important. And there's less than 10 percent of the population that even vote in those elections. In some cases, there'll be less than 5 percent of the population yep. that vote. So if if just half of the Christians were to get out and vote in those and vote biblical principles, we would change the course of our nation in the schools as well. And you're right. That's where they take control. You know, Pepsi used to have the ad, their ad, the, the Pepsi generation. Right. Mm-hmm. What they were going after was young people because they knew if they could get you to drink Pepsi when you were 16, they'd yeah. have you for the rest of their life. Yeah. And that's yeah. what liberals know as well. They know that if they can go after the schools and indoctrinate <laughs> that kind of ideology into people from the, into kids from the very beginning, they'll have them for life. And we've got to take back the schools. We can only do it through getting involved in local elections. Well, this is a direct result of seed, time, and harvest. Mm-hmm. I've been a pastor for uh, January, be 40 years. How many parents wow. have I talked to? I brought the kid to the church. I thought the Bible said raise him up, in, you know, <laughs> yeah. the way he should go is yeah. only depart from it. Well, the kid has your child 30 hours a week. You bring your child to the church, maybe yeah. 
maybe on Sunday. Yeah. They get two hours, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's both just a position, 30 hours a week, every week. It's a direct result. See, so if you allow your school district to have a curriculum that's anti-God and pro all the anti-God stuff, mm-hmm. and your child is exposed to that, their minds are going to get renewed. Faith is not just something, faith in the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah. All faith yeah. comes by hearing and hearing and hearing yes. and hearing repeatedly. Yes, yes. All faith does. Okay? Yeah. You can have faith in all kinds of things. Well, so those kids constantly hear hear it again and again and again because the curriculums have moved away from teaching math, science, computers, and all that. And now there's a social agenda being promulgated at age four. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff like, you know, choose... Choose what gender you are going yes. to be telling a four-year-old and a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old. I mean, what kind of foolishness is this? Well, it's, but it seems right to those who hate God. Yeah. Seems right to them. The other thing is, is that uh, the most uh, folks, the, the people who are most against free speech are the ones who purport who want free speech. Yes. Mm-hmm. As long as... Your speech yes. doesn't cross <laughs> yeah, the bill. Yeah, as long as it aligns with their speech, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what you have in the schools today yeah. is that kids who are in these Philistine schools and they try and speak up for biblical principles, they get assaulted, not just by other kids. They get assaulted by teachers and administrators, and they are not allowed to speak their views. Oh, they'll get a bad grade on the paper if yeah. they write something that's different than what the right. teachers and, and on all the way to the college level. That happened to me when I was in college. Mm. Same thing. I had a, had a college professor, you know, and I stood up and said what the Bible said about something. Boy, he targeted me for 15 weeks, and he lowered my grade, although I did A work, but I did appeal to, uh, there was a board, mm-hmm. you know, you got to appeal to, and mm-hmm. they reversed the decision. But this happens not just at that level. That happens now at grade school. And so, again, your seed, yeah. your vote, brings a harvest right back into your own house, yep. your children. Your grandchildren, mm-hmm. boy, see. So it's and a seed into the future. It's a seed into the the future, not only of our lives, but our children, our grandchildren. They're going to experience the results of what we did here. Mm-hmm. Yes. And see, everybody can't take the kids and put them in private school. Yeah. Not everybody has the money. Yeah. Not everybody even has a school that's even available. Okay, in yeah. every place. Okay, so. That your vote really does matter. Don't just think presidential elections. This is very important. Yes. You know, something that it just hit me. It should have hit, I should have thought more about this in the past. We all think about educating our own kids. And as parents, we have a responsibility to make sure our own kids are, mm-hmm. are educated properly. And, you know, we put our kids through private Christian school through all of their lives. But even if you can afford to put your kids in a private Christian school or you get them in a charter school or something like that, mm-hmm. We still should be engaged in the issues that affect yeah. education because we need to care about other people's kids and how they get educated yes. as well. Love your neighbor yes. as oh, thyself. Man, yes, that just hit it. me so hard. Boy, you know, it. I, I, I didn't want my kids in public school, but I probably, I mean, being honest, I probably didn't get as engaged in what was going on in the public schools in my community as I should have because yeah. my kids were out of it. And what I did is I, I just dismissed what was happening with all those other kids that were in yeah. public school. But do you yeah. think that that matters to God? Absolutely. 
Absolutely, Master yes, God. It's one of his agenda items as to what happens to those children. Every child. Mm. God loves every child, you see. Man. So, again, mm. uh, it's our seed and our commitment has to be yeah. the kingdom issues first yeah. because everything in the Word of God is at minimum a twofer. It's not just for you. Yeah. Everything God asks always affects someone else besides you, at least mm-hmm. one other person. Mm-hmm. Namely, is more than that. Well, so those are uh, uh, some issues. Here's another one. Amen. Turn to Genesis chapter 1. Wow. We're just, we're just covering wow. some, of the, some of the issues that Christians... We'll, we'll touch on this one because we're almost out of time, but go oh, ahead okay. and All right. go ahead and just touch on that one, though, please. Well, Genesis 1, 27, it says, So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him, male and female. Created <laughs> Here we go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't uh, yeah. commit them in some bifurcated way. I mean, <laughs> with him, it's black and white. Yeah, yeah. They are males Trans- and here's male equipment. Yep. <laughs> here's female and here's female equipment. <laughs> they are made to fit one another yes. perfectly. Okay. <laughs> and then there's a psychological and emotional component that I made each one to, to work together to bring about what God's heart is. God's heart yep. is that what's all what the whole Bible's about? God having a family. Mm-hmm. It's about Him That's having it. a massive family. That's, it. That's what it's about. Wow. Okay. Well, Amen. No question. If you're going to support uh, issues that uh, something other than that, you're definitely biblically going crosswise to God. Yeah. Yeah, but I just don't understand. I mean, well, what harm is it? Well, it's sin, and sin always results in death, period, yeah. and all of its ramifications. Okay. So, I mean, a lot more on that. But we've seen, as I was talking about in the, uh, yesterday's broadcast, yep. the, the anti-God folks, they don't just win a victory. They win a victory, and then they keep trying to expand the envelope, which is what we're seeing now. Yeah. See, they're expanding the envelope okay, as much as possible. On, on that specific issue, it started out as homosexual rights, which they, they quit using the word homosexual and started using the word gay, because that sounds better than homosexual. Once they got what they called gay marriage approved, they even stopped using those terms. And the only terms you hear nowadays, and I hope we talk about this on the next broadcast, mm-hmm. the power of the words and how they've captured the language, yeah. they use LGBT. Because right. LGBTQ, uh, LGBTQ, you're right. right. That acronym and those that bunch of letters sound even less innocuous. Less threatening. Yes, less threatening than even saying gay or homosexual. And people take their guard down yeah. as a result. Let me finish up this broadcast today with this word from the Lord that Brother Copeland gave. This is 1998. Those who vote for politicians, knowing their immoral policies and platforms and illegal acts, had better repent. They are partners with those politicians and will be responsible for every baby's death. He said, you've taken the devil's part by not voting at all. This is very, very serious. Father, we come before you. We're making decisions all over this nation right now to vote and to plant our seed, the right seed, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'll be right back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.